get ready. This is the game that Michael Trigg announces his arrival. At least I think it is. This is the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. You are locked on Ole Miss. Your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. Also, the Rebels play the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets Saturday at 6.30 p.m. Central on the SEC Network. If you want to listen to the hometown broadcast instead of maybe Cole Kublik or Jordan Rogers or those guys with SEC Saturday night, you can catch it on SiriusXM Channel 81 or on the SXM app, searching Ole Miss Rebels. The Locked On Ole Miss podcast is there as well. Hello, I'm Stephen Willis, and this is the Locked On Ole Miss podcast, and I hope everybody is having a fantastic Wednesday. Before we get started with our What to Watch For stuff, because it kind of leads into it, here's a quote from Lane Kiffin from yesterday's press conference. Whether it's right or wrong, I look at things in a big picture of a whole season. I think once you go that right route and commit to saying we're going to throw when you load the box, no matter what, I think you can get off balance. Your quarterback tends to take more hits. You may have more yards, but your RPOs don't work nearly as well. It keeps the more balance in the locker room of where the um, challenging the running back is having 1,700 yards last season. He comes back and he's getting four carries in a game or something. All right. <clears throat> this is an interesting situation for me. I, I, I'm, I'm Because Ole Miss running an RPO system is a run-pass option. It's literally doing the thing you're not covering. So if you're not running an RPO if you're running into an eight-bound box because the read likely says to throw the football if it's stacked up, if you're doing a true RPO, unless the defense is messing with you and forcing a run read into a stacked box and things like that. Listen, we have 30 minutes tonight with Bill Flowers talking about how this offense kind of gets cute from time to time. They have stubborn and entitled play calling from time to time. Doesn't mean it can't work. It's just something that Ole Miss needs to work on before SEC play. It's, it's just factual. But in this situation, if you have stacked boxes, right, Let's say that you're playing Madden, and most everybody at this point has played Madden, played a game of Madden, and you're going in there and you like to run four verticals. That That is your play of choice. You like to run the four verticals, and you play against a team that wants to call nothing but engage eight, which means you don't have enough time for the play to develop. There's stuff going on. It's just not working right. Well, the problem isn't the fact that they're calling engage engage eight and blitzing eight players and more players than you can block. It's the fact that your play calling isn't accounting for that. And the way that Ole Miss can account for teams playing Ole Miss the way they are will be through the growth of Michael Trigg. And today's What to Watch For episode, is this the game that Michael Trigg announces his arrival? Michael Trigg this season has not had the best thing. He was suspended for the first half of the Mercer game, so by the time he got in there, it was true mop-up time. But 
He has four catches, 65 yards, and a touchdown this season. <clears throat> he has a rapport with Jackson Dart. Jackson Dart uses him quite well. Jackson Dart, if he can trust Michael Trigg to be what he needs him to be, can be an extreme weapon against Georgia Tech, and not just Georgia Tech, against Alabama, against LSU, especially when Harold Perkins and those super athletes become a part of the equation. These simple pop passes, it doesn't change what's going on. This has been in your offense. This is in your offense's bones. You remember Matt Corraldi, Kenny Oboa, that happened all the time. And if you don't think that Charlie Weiss can do that, he had a tight end over the middle of the field and Harrison Bryant won the John Mackey Award. So this is in the bones of this offense, running pop passes, real quick stuff. It doesn't have to be second or third level RPO. Sometimes you can make a call based off of the movement on the line of scrimmage. If they're coming in on the play action really hard, you can get it over the top of them. That's something that's kind of interesting to me. That's something that I want to see. Bill Flowers said tonight he wants to see Ole Miss run 15 um, tight end seams against Georgia Tech. That's all he wants. He wants to see the tight end pop pass over the middle. That's what he wants to see. And Michael Trigg, I know Caden Prescorn is not on the roster playing yet, but between him and Kyron Heath, you should be able to pull that off. You should be able to do what needs to be done. And between him and Jordan Watkins, Jordan Watkins is 11 or 171 with a punt return for a touchdown this year. He's a slot receiver that can get it done. He can. And you have a quarterback in Jackson Dart who this um, against Tulane was 17 or 27, 267, two touchdowns, and an interception. And that's with this play calling and all of this problem stuff that we've talked about for the last four days. People are going to watch that Tulane game and put everything on the offensive line. And don't get me wrong. The offensive line did not play well. It didn't. But in a situation to where you are blocking the, the two-lane defensive line with five players, sometimes six, and they are rushing seven or eight players, there's always a free player, you're going to get pressure on the quarterback in that situation. There's nothing the offensive line can do. Now, I think his name is Patrick Jenkins, defensive lineman. He had a safety against USC. He was disruptive against Ole Miss in this game, at least in the first half. It wasn't so much in the second half. But they were in that defense. They played that defense. Simple calls designed to force you to pick one thing and to take that one thing and cover it as best you can. It, really, really interesting stuff, honestly. Now, what does that mean? Is Ole Miss going to actually do it? Because this is five or six games in at this point. Teams are playing Ole Miss. I think it was Clark Lee that figured this out. He was the one that first came up with this idea to where, hey, we can just engage eight this thing. And that has happened. Vanderbilt's done it. Bama did it. Um, Mississippi State did it. Arkansas did it. Texas Tech did it. Mercer did it. Now Tulane's did it. And I, I'm a, I guarantee you Georgia Tech is going to do something similar on Saturday night. So how do you combat that? We need to figure out what, how to do this and how to handle this because it's only going to get faster from here. The processing is going to have to get faster. 
you're going to have to find something that says boom, boom, click, click, done. And you know what you do. Hey, hitches, um, tight end pop passes. Those type things are going to be a big part of the offense to open up the game so the best running back in college football can take over. Right now, it's a tall task, and I don't think it's fair to ask Quinshawn to be the superstar doing that. I understand that you want to get him touches. I get that. If you have a running back that's rushed for 1,700 yards all purpose, you want to get that player touches. Well, the inside zone is probably not the avenue to do that, though. You have to get them right touches. You have to figure out what's going on. And once you diagnose it and make that effectively, all of a sudden you're making the linebackers move side to side front and back, and this offense gets more and more effective. But as it sits right now, you run inside and pass outside, that's not going to be a good equation for success for Ole Miss football in 2023. It, it's, not, it was, it's not good. It wasn't good against Tulane. And, and necessarily, it wasn't necessarily the offensive line's problem, or it wasn't necessarily – this is going on. It, I, I genuinely believe that stubborn play calling was the blame and trying to force inside zone. And we're going to run this um, no matter what. And all of a sudden it's second and 12. We didn't do well on third down because it was seven plus yards on third down. And once that happens, it's three and out, three and out. And the tempo doesn't work. And all of the stuff that are hallmarks of your program, all of a sudden is being used against you. And that's kind of what is going on right now, I do believe. But I do think Michael Trigg, if they let him, can be a weapon in this football game. Kyron Heath as well. Whoever's playing the tight end position, I think each of them need to have at least three catches in the Georgia Tech game. Each of them should have at least three catches really quick. I think we need to run the bubbles. I know everybody's upset about bubble screens and Hugh Freeze. Hitches, things like that really quick to get the ball out of Jackson Dart's hand, force the linebackers to go side to side. Maybe they'll be a little bit slower, get up a lot of scrimmage, and all of a sudden the run game looks a little bit like it did last year. You don't have to change everything. You don't have to throw it whenever they're guarding the run and stuff like that. No, you can just run your offense and these simple things, these simple tags that are already in the bones of the offense will make it more effective. I, I'm hoping – they're saving this stuff for Bama and LSU. And they're just trying to get by it. Um, but I, I was not impressed with the play calling on Saturday, ND. Anyway, today's show is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. They're what bring home the winning trophy. It's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, Roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need and all the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebay.com slash motors. eBay's guaranteed fit is only available to U.S. customers. 
College football season is here, and this season Locked On is kicking up our coverage with Locked On College Football Kickoff Live. Each Friday, Locked On will go live from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On YouTube channel, including this one. College Football Kickoff Live will cover playoff implications, the conference rivalry games, and go in-depth like only Locked On can, including an insight and analysis from our stable of Locked On College hosts covering their team every single day. Find Locked On College Football Kickoff Live every Friday from 11 to 1 p.m. Eastern any on any Locked On College YouTube channel. You will not want to miss this, seriously. It's actually a really good show. People should tune in on Friday for that as well. Should be a lot of fun indeed. All right. The next thing that Ole Miss needs to look at, and if we're looking at our um, what to watch for in this episode, the second one is how how comfortable does Haynes King feel? And that that's a pretty general thing that I brought up, but it's something to pay attention to. Now, Haynes King as a quarterback has won the Texas A&M job twice and now has won the Georgia Tech job. He, he is the, for lack of a better word, the king of quarterback competitions. But both times at Texas A&M, he ended up losing the job. This year, he is playing an SEC team on the road. This will be his measuring stick game. He is probably not going in there at heightened confidence. We'll see exactly what happens. Now, Georgia Tech, their offensive coordinator is Buster Faulkner, who spent the last few years at Georgia as kind of a second-in-command to Todd Monken on the Georgia offense. He's also um, Corey Burton, my SEC After Dark compatriot's cousin, um, coaching the offense for the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. It's good. This is a good offense for Georgia Tech, and they scored 28 points in the second quarter in the game against Louisville this year. They lost that game, but they scored 28 points, and I don't think we can discount that. If they have a really good game plan in where they can stretch that from one quarter to two quarters, it could become, become problematic for the Ole Miss Rebels. I do not expect that to happen, but – how comfortable Haynes King feels will depend on exactly how well he plays. You know, Ole Miss can get in his head, force him off his spot, do all the things that a defense can do. Haynes King in his long motion, there's a chance he'll throw you some. There's a chance you jump on him a little bit. There's a chance his confidence gets shot. And that will be important to go. Now, another thing that's going to happen and that we can pay attention in this game is their wide receiver Chase Lane is out for the game um, this weekend. He's got 100 yards receiving, about a touchdown, about a 50-yard catch on a hitch route from Haynes King. Now, if you look at Haynes King's stats, he's 40 to 61 this year for 603 yards, seven touchdowns and interception. So one out of every six yards passing has gone to Chase Lane. This is going to add a comfortability factor. He said, now he's completing 65% of his passes and. He's over 300 yards a game. They're going to throw the ball around. Georgia Tech is going to come here and be completely ready to play. But I do not know if they have enough in, in the tank to take Ole Miss in this game. And we're going to talk in the next segment about why this is the trickiest game on Ole Miss's schedule this year, even though Ole Miss is favored by 19 and a half points. Where this game is situated – how it's positioned and what the next game means is not working in Ole Miss's favor 
leading into this game. But Haynes King, his comfortability, if he has a big day, let's say he throws for 300 yards, 70% of his passes, two touchdowns. I mean, good day. If he does that, Ole Miss is in a dogfight. They know they're in a dogfight. It's one of those games where you're not resting people getting ready for Alabama. It's you're in a dogfight. You're in a war. You are in a, an equivalent of last week versus Tulane. But if you take in all the things that Ole Miss has going against it, I don't know if this is a spread game. I, I This is one of those games that I would probably predict Ole Miss not to cover the spread. Anything over 10 or 11 points. And that's just because I'm expecting a sloppy football game. Now, Ole Miss could come out just with their hair on fire and jump on them. It's a home game. That place is going to be packed. And if you need tickets, you can use the Game Time ticketing app, GameTime.co. And new signups can get $20 off with the promo code Locked On College. That'll help whenever you're trying to get into a game. Maybe you want to save that for the LSU game in a couple of weeks. I do not know. But that option is available to you. But Haynes King, sitting back there, being comfortable, that is going to be a huge key to the game. Ole Miss has had four sacks in each of their game, including a sack caused fumble against Tulane over the weekend that took it from 10 points to 17 points. Um, Jared Ivey actually referred to that touchdown as a thick six, and which was awesome. It was hilarious. Um, Jared Ivey is just a gift for Ole Miss fans, and I I hope that people don't take him for granted because yeah he, he it, he's pretty funny indeed. When we come back, we will talk about the third thing that you need to watch for, and Alabama cannot be the focus for this game. And I know that I'm falling in this trap of what I'm talking about going against, but it being on CBS and all of this stuff building up means that that game is going to be in the back of the minds of the players. So stick around for that. But first I do want to let you know, everyone should be empowered to take care of for themselves and the ones during the unexpected, this unexpected world that we live in, you never know what's going to happen. And with supply chain issues all around the world, it could be in a situation where you do not have your medicine. And in a life-saving situation, life-saving antibiotics could be the difference between life and death. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you the peace of mind that you're not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure that you have medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to the licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using the code Locked On at, at checkout with jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E-Medical.com, promo code locked on. The Rebels play the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets Saturday at 6.30 p.m. Central Time. We'll see all the adjustments made by Lane Kiffin after last week's game at Tulane. If you want to catch every play in the Rebels hometown broadcast, 
you can with SiriusXM on channel 81. Or if you have the SXM app, you can search Ole Miss Rebels. Locked on. Ole Miss is on there as well. Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first and listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every single day. Hello, I'm Stephen Willis, and this is the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. And we're going over what you need to watch for in the game versus Georgia Tech Saturday night. We started off with Ole Miss needs to de- they need to develop a quick passing game. Everything doesn't need to be 20 yards downfield. And the other team sees that as well. And that's the reason they're playing Ole Miss. Ole Miss needs to figure out a way to get back to torturing linebackers. They used to. It was there. They're not really doing that at the moment. So all of this happening with Georgia Tech, this is, I don't want to say a get right game because of the connotation and everything that implies. But this is a game where Ole Miss has a chance to clean up a lot of the stuff they did against Tulane, the stuff that they can clean up, and to get ready for um, the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets and to get ready for the Alabama Crimson Tide. See, I just fell into that trap. Alabama can't be the focus of this game. Yesterday I talked about it accidentally. The day before I talked about it accidentally. I just keep bringing it up. And you need to realize that this game is probably the worst trap game that I can remember at Ole Miss. I do not remember another situation like this where Ole Miss went on the road for a ranked opponent. Ole Miss ended up winning that game, but that's beside the point. Next, they play somebody that the year before they beat 42 to nothing on the road. And then Alabama and CBS, a top 10 opponent on the road, awaits them the next week. This is the textbook of a trap game. Now, Lane Kiffin says, I don't know if we need to worry about that because so much of our team are new players and so much of their team are new players. But you know who it's not new players for? The coaches and the mindset of the coaches going into a game, they remember 42 nothing, both sides of it. Because Brent Key, even though he was not the head coach for that game, he was on the sideline watching it happen as Ole Miss went up and down the field on the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. This game is going to be a trap game. This game is going to be a difficult game. This is what I've referred to as Ole Miss's most difficult non-conference game all offseason. This is the most talented team that Ole Miss will play in the non-conference. They're more talented than Tulane. Probably not better coached, more talented. And because of that, this has a chance to get squirrely just like Tulane did. There's a chance Georgia Tech comes in and just makes this a completely sloppy game. Again, Ole Miss doesn't play a clean game. There's operational penalties. There's turnovers. All of the stuff that can get you beat, Ole Miss is doing it because they're sitting here thinking about the Crimson Tide and everything and getting your popcorn ready the following week. This is going to be a big situation because let me tell you what could happen. And this is just as legitimate as anything that anybody else will tell you about. So, Whenever, whenever people want to tell you that I'm pumping sunshine, 
this is just as high, this is just as much of an option as the alternative. Let's say Ole Miss wins against Georgia Tech by five points. Ole Miss should win the game by more. Let's say they win by five points. They just win the game. They go to Tuscaloosa. Ole Miss wins a 34-24 game. Ole Miss jumps on them in the first quarter. Alabama doesn't have the offense to come back. Pete Golding gets the victory in Bryant-Denny Stadium. All of a sudden, Ole Miss is 4-0, and they're ranked about ninth or eighth in the country. That's what they're looking. They're 17th now. They beat Georgia Tech. All of a sudden, you beat Alabama. You're, you're inside the top 10, well inside the top 10. And you have LSU the next week. And LSU has everybody's attention. But LSU's not particularly good, especially not defensively, especially not in the secondary. LSU is really good in the front seven. They're weak on the secondary. So throwing the ball has a chance to be a little bit of a weapon. You have to remember at this time, you'll have Caden Priestcorn back. You'll have Zachary Franklin back. Hopefully Trey Harris back. Playing the wide receiver position with Quinshawn, you'll have a full complement of pieces. In a, against a team that, against Florida State, just quit. Let's say Ole Miss wins that game. They're fifth in the country after the LSU game. After September, Ole Miss is fifth in the country. Now, how likely is that to happen? Probably not likely. Alabama is fav- going to be favored over Ole Miss by probably six to ten points. LSU probably will not be favored over Ole Miss. Arkansas probably will not be favored over Ole Miss. If Ole Miss can make it through September undefeated, they have essentially Georgia that they have to worry about. They The nightmare horseshoe game at Jordan-Hare, you know, we'll talk about that at a later date. But the schedule at that point opens up for Ole Miss. So that is why this is the trap game of all trap games, because of what after this game could mean. And if you look at everything's going on, these these are the what to watch four points. Number one, is this the game that Michael Trigg announces his arrival? This The one we're waiting on, is this the game he announces his arrival? Make Haynes King uncomfortable. That's the second thing. And the third one is avoid the Alabama look-ahead trap. We did it on this show again to where we're talking about that game and what it could possibly mean. And granted, that's okay, okay? It's okay for fans to do that because there's nothing against it. It just doesn't need to permeate on the coaching staff and the players. Hey, if you want to look at the betting line, it moved. It's now 19 and a half. It's gone down a point. Georgia Tech is the underdog. Ole Miss the favorite. The over-under has gone up like six points. Um, so the under still a play, I think, in this game. This game has like, I don't know, 38-28. I know that's the over. That'll hit the over. But 38-28, that kind of feels like that. 35-24 kind of feels like that area. And I'm still thinking on it. We when it will release our prediction a little bit later on in the week. I do hope everybody has a good Wednesday, good hump day for everyone. Please. Be careful going up to the game this weekend. Um, check out a Rouse's Market, which is near Oxford. You can get a pickup, um, some Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles, who sponsors our Why Ole Miss Wins video that we'll release on Friday. So 
should be a lot of fun for everyone indeed. But thank you very much for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. Hope this report recording worked. I've had to record this podcast four times in a row. So we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully this is the one. We'll catch you tomorrow.